So, this word commitment. Commitment's a, commitment's a word which people in the world are, are sometimes a bit afraid of. Um, it's generally, it's generally recognised that men and women have a different perspective when it comes to commitment. Um, here's a couple talking to each other, and, uh, and the lady's saying to the man, you have a 30-year mortgage, a five-year car lease, a lifetime gym membership, and you're afraid of commitment, he says. Um, there's this sense that we have, when we commit to a person, that it's actually a, a really serious thing. And actually, that is true. And outside the grace of God and commit, committing to a person is a really hard thing to do because people mess up, people make mistakes and, and so to see the relationship through, we really need God's help. Abraham Lincoln observed, commitment is what transforms a promise into reality. It's the daily triumph of integrity over scepticism. We're surrounded by people that are very sceptical about our promises we're very sceptical about what, what the media tells us. Sometimes that's quite helpful, actually. But in our day-to-day world, we want to be those whose expression of commitment is something which means, which means that what we say is what we mean, and what we mean is what we say. In Luke 9, Jesus talks about the cost of following Jesus. As they were walking along the road, a man said to him, I'll follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, foxes have dens and birds have nests, but the son of man has no place to lay his head. And he said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said said to him, let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. And still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. And Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plough and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. That's a pretty heavy statement. No one who puts his hand to the plough and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. As I was thinking about what it means to be committed to God, I was thinking about the fact that for us, we're engaged in doing his work in the earth. And God wants us to be those that are single-mindedly pursuing the things that he has given us to do. If you're trying to plough um, and, uh, and to create a nice straight furrow, the place that you have to look is not at your feet. The place you need to look is a point on the other side of the field. You need to point where you're destined. And as we go through our lives, our commitment to God means that we look at our destination. We look towards Jesus. And he allows us to walk straight, to keep doing the things that he has for us to do. And that's very important. If we look back, then the furrow will go wherever it will. But God wants us to be those that have that single-minded attitude. When Elijah uh, called Elisha, and Elisha chose to, to follow him, Elisha was, a plow, was plowing a field, actually, and that's what he did as a living. And he ended up burning his plow 
and killing the oxen before he followed Elijah. There's a, there's a thing about we leave behind what we have known in order to follow him. So, for you, I just like, I think at this time as we're deconstructing and reconstructing, it's worth just taking a moment to think, what does this single-minded commitment to God look like in, in my life? And what is it to look back? In Jesus, in that story from, from Luke, it, it's a really tough thing. The people aren't really asking to do extraordinarily uh, luxurious things. One is wanting to just bury someone from his family. And Jesus is saying, actually, you know what? If you're looking back at that, I want you to be following me. There's a, there's a, there's a, single, there's a single-mindedness about our commitment. So a commitment to him flows out of his unquestionable commitment to us. God's commitment to us meant that he was willing to even sacrifice his own son. And our commitment to him is made real in our commitment to one another. So I can't say I'm committed to God, but not be committed to you guys. This is how we know what love is, that Christ died for us. So when I love God, I need to die for you, which means that what my, my actions have to come above my own desires, so, so that my, my, I'm willing to lay down that which God has for me. But a very, very important point is that that commitment comes out of love. It's not a contract that we sign with God. It's a covenant. It's a promise, and it comes from the heart. If what we're doing in committing to one another is a contract, then it ends in death. The spirit brings life, but the letter kills. So if we're looking at our activities in the week, and we're looking about how, oh, I've got to do this on this day, this on this day, this is all my commitments, but we're not led by the heart, then we can leave something behind. So that's a very important principle. Now, some of us have been around for a while, and we might remember that there was once a, a nice... Uh, wall, a yellow wall outside Lifeline House. And, um, and uh, one t- at one time, we turned up, the people that worked there turned up, so we, I wasn't there, but we turned up on a Sunday, on Monday morning to find that a lorry had reversed into our wall and started stealing the bricks away. Um, uh, the bricks were actually very valuable. But in order to steal the wall, you can't take the whole thing at once. You have to take it one brick at a time. Now, the enemy's wise, and he knows he can't take whole churches at once. But what he will try to do is to dislodge you from one another. Our place of commitment to one another is, 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 is a place of safety and a place of security. And uh, God has put people around us to keep us secure. Five minutes, two minutes left. Oh, fine. No problem. Okay. Okay. So, so that's what. Uh, so that's an important point. Okay. So, you get that? All right. Um, commitment means taking up a responsibility that restricts what I can do in favour of the kingdom of God. It means, as a brick, I've got to recognise that I'm not independent of people around me, but I'm actually I'm dependent on them, and they're dependent on me. 
whatever we do must be rooted in love. So when we, when we get committed, it's not about me choosing to join. It's an interesting thing, this. There is a sense in which when we come along to church uh, and we find a place like this, we can decide, oh, I like this place, I want to join in. Okay? But fundamentally what we're doing in a foundation course and when we have our, our chats afterwards, it's the question we want to say, what pleases God, is this the right place for me? Is this where I belong? Is this where God is joining me? Ephesians 2.22 says that you are being joined together, built together to become a, bla- a place where God lives by his spirit. Our commitment to one another is that joining, is that cement that keeps the wall secure. It's, it's a call to live in the place of God's design. And so we're committed, we're committed to God, we're committed to righteousness, we're committed to the fellowship of believers, and we're committed to leadership. God, as I've already talked about, the walking straight, uh, seeing our destination. Righteousness, we cannot tolerate sin in our lives. We have to be those that are committed to deal with sin as it emerges and, and see it through. We have to be those that are committed to one another, the fellowship, the mutual enjoyment of God's grace. That means meeting together, sharing meals, caring for one another, visiting in hospital, being there when one another are down. That's what commitment is about. Last picture. Um, A cannon, when it fires, uh, creates a huge backwards force. One of the things that enables us to exercise spiritual gift is that we're, we're committed to one another. So when God gives me a spiritual gift, maybe he gives a word for someone, or maybe he gives me uh, uh, that ability to speak into someone's life in a different way, that's a, that's a word directly from God, and it creates a force. If you're loose and you're not committed, it can cr- create destruction. Uh, ships like that one on the right there could be sunk by a loose cannon. If you don't tie down your cannon when you fire it, it goes straight through the wall on the other side of the boat uh, and creates a hole, which is not a good thing. So um, that's very important. So to finish, remember Jesus is our example. He showed the ultimate commitment. See, Jesus said... This is how we know what love is, or rather John said in 1 John, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and so we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters.